Kimi McCume. Hello world, hello America, it's the two trophy dads, dads, dads. Hello Dave Thomas. What's going on, Alan Bradshaw? Hey, did you know that we're the number one show on good pods in the leisure category? In the leisure category. Yeah, remember we used to be like 90th and 80th 90th, and 70th? Yeah. We're oh. even the top 50 of the of the overall 100 independent right. podcasts. You know, yes. we always said if we could gain some credibility... Oh, yeah. We would be maybe getting legit. Yeah. So we, we're trying to get folks to listen to yep. us on the twotrophydads.com and listen to us on our Facebook, Two Trophy Dads, and all the major podcast players. Right. Please said, like, share, could, and subscribe. Absolutely. If we could just get a guest on a whim. Yeah. I sent out a tweet. And I didn't think you would get anything. And you didn't this. think you'd get anything. No, you were a crazy, doubter. man. Folks, on the line, we have Mr. Ryan Lemon, co-host of Kentucky Sports Radio. Ryan, thanks for joining us, sir. Man, I just feel like I got to do whatever I can to get in the Trophy Dad Club. Oh, what do right. I do to get in yeah. the Trophy Dad Club? <laughs> trophy. I feel like I feel like I am a Trophy Dad, but nobody invited me to no Trophy Dad Club. <laughs> That's why we reached out to you. See, none of your other guys are dads. That's know? right. You're a Trophy Dad and all the stuff you do. We will send you a shirt. How about that? And you can. I, and when you send me a shirt, I'll wear it. I'm the king of free T-shirts. All I'll right. Yes. Around. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. As we were talking before we came on the air, you just got back from your Pennsylvania road trip. I hate these road trips, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, I really do, because like I said, I, you know, I, I've been, I was married for 17 years. I had three kids. It's just tough to be away that long. We understand. You know, and Matt and Drew and Shannon, they don't really understand. And they're not married. They don't have kids. So right. I usually hate going on these trips. But I got to tell you, this Pennsylvania trip we just did was probably my favorite of all time. I mean, I know it's because we did a lot of stuff that kind of hit right in my wheelhouse. Yes. But I enjoyed this trip probably more than any other trip we've ever taken. That's awesome. And I was feeling Dave in a little bit about the trip and some great things that you got to do, not only going to the Hershey uh, place and also getting to see Def Leppard, one of your favorite mm. groups of all time. That was great. And, I, you know, I, I got a little emotional at the concert yes. when they came out on stage because that's the group that I – 83-84 when Pyromania came out oh, by Def Leppard. Yes. Yep. That was my junior year in high school. We had a carpool with me and my brother and my two two of my best friends living in this little, this little town I grew up in. And we would listen to Pyromania every day on the mm. way to school or coming home after practice after school. So it, is, it just kind of took me back to that moment. And here are these guys that I listen to every day and idolize, and they're right in front of me on stage, and I'm seeing them. So yes. it really took me back to that time. And – you know, that goes back to your girl, you're driving around in your car. Absolutely. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Oh, yes. Put a little pyromania on. Yeah. <laughs> was this the tour that had Joan Jett, Poison? Yes. Were, were they all together? Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was po Poison, Joan Jett, Motley Crue, and Def Leppard. Def now, Leppard was the last one when I was there. And I, I, I got a little emotional. And I got a little emotional the next day on KSR when I was talking about yeah, it. Yeah, I, I heard that, yes. <laughs> now, let me ask you. I've heard that, that a lot of folks said that, that Poison might have actually – put on one of the best shows do you agree or is that or is that sentimental Def Leppard thing kick in there a little bit no you there you're there's no doubt that night in Hershey Park Pennsylvania Poison was the best because mm. three of the four members of the band of Poison are from Mechanicsburg which is like 30 minutes oh, from Hershey Park oh wow yeah so Brett Michaels came out and he goes man you don't know what this means to me I used to come to this place to hear concerts I've been here as a kid I love this place grew up right down the road you, you could tell it was oh. it was a big deal for him and those other two guys in his band to be there and they they were the best that night that night I was there 
Poison stole the show. They were the best. I'm really glad that we have this tour because it's it's bringing, you know, they call it big hair now. Back in their day, it was heavy metal. Yes. Uh, and, yes. And it's bringing it. They're, they're coming back, man. You know, these old guys are coming back. And it's it's awesome because they, they got made fun of for so many years. Mm-hmm. And their music, <laughs> their music was good. I mean, some great singers, yes. some great guitarists. Maybe well, I, I tell you. Joan Jett is 63 years old, and she was out there rocking. I mean, she was rocking. Mm -hmm. So I I loved it. I, I, I just that was the highlight of the trip for sure. We did about. I'm sure we'll get into more stuff, but that was the highlight. Yeah, you know, Joan Jett came to Corbin for the Nibrock. Yes. 10, 15, Mm -hmm. no, probably even longer than that now. No Uh, way. Years ago, yeah, she was. She sang here at the Nibrock, and then Brett Michaels, within the last 10 years sang at the chick the, the world chicken yes. festival there in london yes. so yeah to have two of those mega stars here in our little towns and motley crew actually was played the first was the first we'll concert the first group at, ever, the, at arena. the arena corbin yeah. arena here mm-hmm. yeah well i'm i'm telling you i know christy bala there at corbin arena and she's mm-hmm. bringing in like major yes. stores yeah snoop dog snoop dog would ever come to corbin yeah yeah and then have corbin has never been the same <laughs> then have ice cube coming i know ll yeah. cool j's coming in next month and yeah. shaggy and tlc i'm like man christy how are you doing this yeah. you're doing a great job well they hear about how good the food is at the arena from what i understand yeah. that's what it is they yeah. put on that's a good they put on a good spread there at the it's arena. really good and if ryan if you don't know they had Corbin's prom scheduled the same night that Snoop Dogg was here, and we were just hoping and praying that Snoop would just make some kind of appearance at the prom. I had heard that Snoop was actually going to, but the principal put an ixnay on that. <laughs> but the funny thing is, if you know where the arena's at there, Ryan, the arena sits up on top of the hill. Oh, yeah. And then, oh, you, yeah. then you have Corbin Tech Center, which is at the foot of the hill, the same hill, and that is where the Corbin prom was mm-hmm. taking place at the oh, same, my time. Time. same time. Same time. Oh, I, I'm... <laughs> I'm with you. I, I can see Snoop Dogg doing that, going to the Corbin prom. I wish it would have worked out because that would have made that would have made national news. You know it would Corbin. have. You yes. know it yeah. would have. Yeah. And of all places in Corbin, that's Corbin. Corbin. I just love it. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah, there he was, man. And his group, I think they stayed at like a small hotel. They and, stayed at the Hampton, or not the Hampton Inn, but the uh, whatever it is in London, Hampton yeah. Inn and Suites, I guess it was. <laughs> a little hotel in, in London. In London. That, and that, all he wanted was a PlayStation. Yeah, that's all he asked for. <laughs> I, that's probably all he needed. I'm sure he had his own fun all night long. So. Hey, while we're, speak- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. while we're speaking of rock and roll and stuff, Ryan, we just completed with our good buddy, Missy Two Cents, who comes on there every now and then. We had a fabulous 80s music battle royale. And oh. we had the final four. We Actually, he would have been a perfect Ryan would have been a perfect guest mm-hmm. for this to help us aside. Was Def oh, Leppard? That's, was that's Def my Leopard wheelhouse, home? man. I don't somehow I don't know if Def Leppard not, but our Def final Leopard four, one match was A C D C versus Aerosmith. Oh. And the other was Bon Jovi and Guns N' Roses. Man. <laughs> well, if I was voting, I probably would have voted Bon Jovi just because they Ooh. they just came, they came on the screen the scene yes. my senior year of high school and my freshman year at Kentucky Wesleyan. And we went to see Bon Jovi in concert at Robert Stadium in Evansville uh, when they were the opening act for like 38 Special. Wow. Yes, so, 38 wow. Special. So I was a big Bon Jovi fan during that era. But the first one, man, ACDC and Aerosmith, that's a tough one that right there. It is very tough. Yes. Yeah. We yeah. went Aerosmith in that one. It was a very hard decision. Well, yeah, you can make an argument for either one of them. Well, I love both of them. I said, Dude, let it, me tell you something. Music was just better in the 80s. It just was. Was. We just was. said that. It yes. was. Yes. It just was. Michael yeah. Jackson, Madonna, John Kruger Mellencamp, Bruce Springsteen, <laughs> Prince. Bob Seger. He's laying yeah. them out there, baby. Bob Seger. What do yeah. you think about Bob Billy Seger. Joel? What do you think about <laughs> Billy Joel? 
Uh, well, I like Billy Joel. I'm not a big, huge fan where I'm going to buy a CD or listen to it, but you <laughs> yes. know, Do you, would you uh, consider him as an icon status like Michael Jackson or Madonna? Not even close. <laughs> <laughs> Eat it, in the same conversation. <laughs> Thank you. Our, our co other co-host, uh, she loves her some Billy Joel, and she picked she picked Bon Jovi as well. But our overall winner, Ryan, was Guns and Roses. We were thinking Appetite for Destruction was just one of those albums that just, I don't know, it just put Guns N' Roses in the yeah, stratosphere. There's no doubt. They were as big as anybody. But like I said, I was such a huge Bon Jovi fan yes. towards the late 80s. I, I probably would have picked them. She's a little runaway. He's going to, to what was that, 7200 degrees Fahrenheit or something like that was the name of that album? It was something about a temperature. Uh, uh, that was before Slippery About. When Wet. That's yes. the album before that. Yes. Yeah. 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 Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. you're right about Daddy's that. Daddy's Little Girl. Yeah. Yep. yep. I Man, remember I could, that one. We could do this all day long. Getting back, Ryan, to our Pennsylvania road trip. If you can talk about it. I was feeling Dave in about the Little League <laughs> World Series. I'm not going to say mishap. See, th- because this is what makes you a trophy dad right here. This is this, 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 this is, is us. This is do. us, man. We, I feel like we have so much in common. If I had been there, I played Little League. You know, I, I'm right with you. If I had a chance, I would have ran the bases. As the show ended the other day, I know y'all got into a little bit of, shall we say, trouble for what happened. Are you okay? Are you going to prison? That's what we want to know. <laughs> I, 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 I'm pretty sure I'm going to get to stay out of prison. Good, I, good, I'm, great. I'm pretty sure that Homeland Security or the FBI, <laughs> neither one of them are going to be coming after me. But, but I'm telling you, dude, they are, they are not happy at all. And they are very upset that we did that. And, and really, we shouldn't have. We're wrong. It was all the gates were locked up with a big old padlock. There's a big <laughs> sign that says keep out. But, dude, I finally, I don't know if you saw the, the match live stream for like, for like seven or eight minutes. They're trying to convince me to do it. I'm like, no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I wanted to. Trust me, I wanted to. But they, they had everything locked up. And I'm like, <laughs> This, no is like a, this is like a Johnny Knoxville moment. It right is. Here. Yeah. <laughs> it and is. finally, I just got. I was just sitting there thinking. And I'm like, man, I'm 55 years old. Yes. I'm never ever going to be here again. I'll regret yeah. this the rest of my life if I don't do it right now. So I just jumped the fence and did it. Just took off. And here's the funny thing, Dave. They talked about this guy was real serious, you know, wanting to wreak havoc on the guys, but they actually turned the water on, you know, the sprinklers, so yeah. someone knew. That they were there, yeah, you know, yeah, and thought it was. There had to be some maintenance guy that was watching us the whole time, and as soon as I rounded home plate and headed towards first base, some sprinklers came on, and then when I made the turn at first base, some more sprinklers came on. He was watching, and he was turning those sprinklers on, trying to chase me off the oh, field. Wow. <laughs> now, Alan, tell him where he's at here, because you you talk about the Pennsylvania, but our listeners may not know exactly where Ryan was at at this moment. Uh, Williamsport, Pennsylvania, is the home of the Little League World Series. I think it's played what next month, Ryan? Is that right? Yeah, August seventeenth. I think it's the first day, so they got a a month. And that yeah. field was pristine. Yes. I mean, it was – there was no blade of grass out of place. It's pristine. I can see why they want to protect it. Yes. But I was very respectful. Even with those sprinklers on, the ones that had been on before I started was like down the third baseline. It was – the water was standing. It was really s- soggy and muddy. I didn't run down there because I didn't want to leave footprints and mess it up. And so, yeah, I, I, I'm I, – you know, we shouldn't have done it. We apologize. But I'm sure I'm glad I did it. Yeah, I'm glad you did too. I, I felt a little of me in you when you were doing it, man. It just <laughs> it was just awesome. Yeah. All right, let's talk about Corbin a minute. Did you pay any attention to Corbin football last year? I know your son. You, you have ties to um, uh, which high school is it? 
Um, Frederick Douglass High Frederick School. Douglas. Yes, I didn't know if you kept up with any of Corbin football. I did. Yeah, I I, I follow Corbin and always have. You know, I, I I told you my my ex brother in law Tommy Black lives down there in That's Corbin, right. and so I'm very close to him. And uh, his daughter used to be a cheerleader there at Corbin, so. Uh, I, I always follow Corbin, and they came up here and scrimmaged Frederick Douglass. Let's see, maybe two years ago in a, mm-hmm. like a preseason scrimmage, and a lot of people. We, we can talk about it now, but back yeah. then we didn't talk about it. There was a big fight, big fight Ooh, during the scrimmage. Really? Yeah, I did not know this. Oh yeah, it involved the superstars. I mean, it was Travion Longmire Ooh. and Jagger Burton from Douglas and oh, Walker yes. Parks, like big time guys yes. going at it at this scrimmage. So, uh, and then uh, this past year. Uh, we played Corbin in freshman and JV. I think mm-hmm. they freshman. I think Corbin combined their freshman JV, and I think we played freshman one half and JV the second half. Uh, so yeah, we. I, and I know they had a great year, and from what I understand, they're going to have him probably in a better year this year. Yeah, they have a big quarterback battle right now, so it's going to be really interesting to see who gets the head job. It's going to be very interesting. Yeah, and Cameron, oh, they don't. They don't. Have, they haven't got a coach yet. Is that what you're saying? No, a quarterback. Quarter. They, oh, have they haven't a, got a quarterback. Yeah, quarterback. Yet. Oh, no, they, Cam. Cam is there. Yeah, but he's got some. He's got some uh, competition. Yeah, now. he's got some competition. That's but Cam Cam signed with a college. He's yeah. committed now f- mm-hmm. for baseball. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's that's really good. Well, I know Travion's gone. He went to EKU, right? Yep. He, yep. And the one big strong dude went to Boyle County. Is that Dakota, right? Dakota, Dakota Dakota Patterson. Yes. Yeah, and, Dakota and, Patterson. And, and then he blew his knee out this summer. Oh, is that right? It, it said that he's going to miss his entire senior season. Oh man. Oh my goodness. Are you kidding that, me? That's what I, that's awful. I saw it on I saw it on Facebook. So you know, take it with a grain of salt. But it, it yeah. came up there, and I hate that for Dakota because I, I was his assistant basketball coach in seventh grade. So yeah. Uh, uh, and, and I really hate to see that he got hurt. Well, I, I, you know, I saw him play basketball even what two years ago, 13th region tournament down there. I thought, man, who is this yeah. big, strong kid? Yeah. Next yeah. thing I know, he's been getting offers from most everybody. Yes, yeah. he was. Ryan, I know you love the root beer stand. How much? Do I, you, how much do you love the root beer stand? If I had to pick one non-chain restaurant to eat at in the entire state of Kentucky. I would pick the root beer stand, and oh. it wouldn't even be close. Oh, wow. Wouldn't even be close. Wow, wow, man, that's awesome. Yeah, I love it. The chili cheese dog yeah. and a root beer float is the highlight of any person's life. Yeah, <laughs> and you need to. I've sent a ton of people down there, and I, I know Robert real well, the owner. Yes, I I love it. Now, with that said, I haven't been yet this year. I'm kind of mad at myself. I've not made it down there yet yeah. this year. Well, it, it right now is a good time to come yes, because you know it closes pretty much six months out of the year. It'll close in October. Mm-hmm. As the fall season comes along, people are going to start. They're like, "Oh, we got to go to the root beer stand because it's going to be closing," and so it, it gets hard to get in. And then, of course, early spring when it opens in March, you can't get. It's two hour wait to get food there. So right now, the new is wore off, and everybody's like, "Oh yeah, we can go. We can go to the root beer stand anytime now." So it's a good time to come down here right now. Well, Robert always takes care of it. He lets us park in like the secret employee parking oh, when I yeah. come down there. Yeah, you got the so, VIP yeah. pass, man. The VIP. The, the I did not know that stand, existed baby. at the root beer stand. Yes, I love it. Like I said, Robert's been great to us at KSR. He always takes care of us and. I, I, I love it down there, and if you're ever, ever, ever in that area of Corbin, go do yourself a favor and go to the root beer stand. Yeah, you all did a you all did a live remote from the root beer stand. It seems like a few years ago. Is that am, well? Am we, I right we, on that? We went there, but he Robert brought uh, root beer stand chili cheese dogs to us. We okay. haven't really done a show at the root okay, beer stand. I, I was thinking that you yeah. did one there. We did one downtown Corbin at Tommy Black's uh, Remax. Uh, yes. Okay. Office okay. there. Yes, I was there. And Robert brought yeah. the chili cheese dog okay. to okay. us there. Maybe that's yeah. what I'm thinking of. Maybe that's what I'm thinking yeah. of. Yeah. And we've done a show at the Corbin Arena, also down there. Yes, I remember. So, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Quick question about 
the OVW. How excited are you for Matt Jones and his OVW pursuit? I mean, that has to be exciting for you all. It, it's exciting for like Drew and me to see how happy it makes Matt and Shannon. Right. <laughs> right. Seriously, I mean, the, Matt and Shannon grew up wrestling fans, nerds. I mean, they're wrestling nerds. They yes. talk about the 92 Royal Rumble <laughs> like it was the greatest World Series of baseball ever played. I mean, yeah. they, yes. they, they, they love it. And so it, it, it makes me happy to see how happy Matt is in that element. When he takes his KSR hat off and puts on that OVW hat, he's just like a little kid down in Middlesbrough again. He yes. loves it. And, and Shannon's the same way. Shannon, he's just the announcer, but they've, they've got him a role now where he's a manager and he gets in the ring once in a while. <laughs> yes. And he, he loves it. He went and bought clothes and boots and a belt. <laughs> he's got all this stuff. So that's, he's got, they're that's gonna, the they're enjoyment. Gonna, one of these days is going to be leaving the KSR and they're going to be in the WWE. That's <laughs> yeah. what's going to yeah. be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be crazy. Uh, there's I, Shannon the Shannon dude. Would, <laughs> he would do it. He would leave everything if he got to WWE. There's no doubt about oh, wow. it. Speaking of that, have you recovered from the slap you took? I mean, my goodness, this thing sounded so loud on... <laughs> On TV and on the uh, airwaves, Cash Flow is the big guy, and he's like six four, six five, three hundred and fifty <laughs> pounds. I mean, he's a he's a big boy. I mean, yes. he's a big man. And they say across the wrestling, all of wrestling, he gives the hardest chops of anybody, the <clears> the <throat> hardest. So I took it, and I, I listen. I'm telling you guys, when I first when he first hit me, I thought he broke my sternum. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> man. It, wow. it just crippled me. And so I, hit, I went down to the ground, and once I get down, like, okay, I'm all right. And I went up and started doing my trash talking and tried to get yeah. back into it. Yeah. But his handprint was on my chest for a full week. Oh, I yeah. mean, you could see his fingers where it was on my chest for a full week. See, and, that, and that's why people, you know, Alan and I, we're wrestling nerds, too. Yeah, we, 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 watched, we grew up watching it around here. And, you know, we knew that it was scripted. You know, some of it, we knew that it, you know, they knew who the winner and stuff was going to be. But what people don't really realize in that is these guys, you know, they do some things that are di very difficult mm -hmm. and, and they get hit. They get hurt sometimes. Yes. I used to work with a gentleman. I can't remember his last name now, but he was Bobby Blaze in the OWWF. Ooh, Bobby Blaze. Uh, and, um, and I asked him, we were talking to him one time, you know, about wrestling things. And uh, it wasn't me, but it was my, my friend asked him about, you know, the, getting hit with a chair, with a steel chair, and asked him if you know if it was fake, and he took great offense to that. Mm -hmm. He really did, <laughs> and he said, "Let me tell you," he said, "I would be a millionaire if I could develop a fake chair." Mm -hmm. He said, "Because <laughs> he's like you know, he's like we really get hit with those." He said, "Now there's a certain way you want to get hit with them." But he said they hurt when you get hit mm -hmm. with those chairs, you yeah. know. And uh, and yeah, but I mean, I just remember you can't say the word fake around yes. a wrestler. Yeah, no Don't, way. That no. is a that is a bad word to say. Yes. And being around OVW now since Matt owned it, you see how incredibly athletic these guys are. Yeah, and yes. then you know you go out there and you try to wrestle for ten minutes with somebody, pick somebody up and throw them down. Somebody throwing you down. These guys are incredibly in shape yeah, they're great yes. athletes and you're right they do have to take a hit that ain't fake there ain't nothing fake about that but they are to be like you said Mary know who the winner's gonna be yes. they still gotta take those hits yeah and and, and they ablib it so much in there you know yes. they just kind of okay yeah. this we're gonna do this 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 but all everything else is they're just communicating yes. and how they can do that so quickly mm -hmm. and make it look real it's it's right. just it's amazing to me well, I, you know, I had to, I had to wrestle Richie Farmer at one of the OVW matches. <laughs> oh, Richie, that's your Richie's, buddy. 
Richie's trying to jump on my back and give me in the chokehold, and so I had to flip him over. We were going at it, me and Richie Farmer. Oh, wow. Well, here's, wow. A, here's a quick fact. Richie and I played on the same high school baseball team at Clay County, so... Uh, <laughs> no way, yeah, really? It, yeah, it's crazy. So I, I didn't even know he played baseball. Yeah, he did. He was he was really good too, really good. We're gonna go to the elephant in the room, Ryan. We right. and I can get into football in just a second, but Dave and I grew up loving, loving, loving UK basketball. I'm not saying he was the best, but my favorite coach of all time was Tubby Smith. Over the years, Dave and I have sort of drifted away from the basketball program, not the players. We still love the players, and we want them to achieve high well. We want the program to do well. Program do well. It's just the sort of, I guess, talking down. I know you guys have talked to us on the show, but the talking down and the fans aren't respected like they should be, I guess. And after a while, Ryan, it just gets old and stuff. Well, I mean, to be honest, you guys are not alone. I mean, that's a common feeling, I think, amongst the fan base. And, by the way, Tubby Smith, also my favorite U.K. coach awesome. of all time. Yes, sir. That That's when I was – big into it with, at, when I was at Channel 18 yes, and sir. I was really in the thick of it with Tubby here so mm-hmm. he's just a, he's just a great man yes seems yes. like he was but, but you guys are right about the fan base's attitude I think towards Coach Cal now when you're winning if you're winning a couple national titles and you're going to the final four every year we can look past that you know with yeah. that's Cal being mm-hmm. Cal he's yep. all so funny yep. Yep. but when you're losing and you're not you're losing to St. Peter's mm-hmm. it, ain't, it ain't funny anymore man nope. we don't want to hear that stuff right. we're, we were here long before you were yes, and we're going to be here long after you leave mm-hmm. yeah it, and it, it is definitely a performance based job it is. there's no doubt yes. yeah yep yeah, and, so and I, I don't think, think it's even. Doing... I'm sorry, I don't even think it's so much about performance now. Is you know, and I know it's not his fault. The one and done. I I, I do not like the one and done uh, thing. I grew up in the time. I remember watching, you know, Sam Bowie, Melvin Turpin, Derek Minifield, you know, on right on up, and you got to know these guys. And you know, and I wish these guys well. You want them to do good, but when you see stuff that took place like this year, where you have a player come in, number one player in the country who never sees the floor. Doesn't even play. And then you lose to the St. Peter's, you know. Yep. It's just – it's just it's so different now. I don't know. It's just – I miss some of the old game. You know, and I loved the uh, Unforgettables. Yes. Yeah. When, when, you know, because when, when we were – when UK was coming out of probation and we just hired Rick Patino, I knew Patino a little bit from watching the NBA, but I was like, can he really turn this around? You know, we pretty much almost got the death sentence. And he didn't have any kind of players. But to see these little guys, you know, they were little compared to everybody. Else. Yeah, they were. Yeah. But the way they they executed that precision, you don't see that anymore. You know, in any hardly any team in the defense, the way that they used to play, uh, and I miss that. I guess I, I was spoiled. Maybe we were spoiled back <laughs> there at that time. Yeah. Well, like I said, you guys are just speaking. I think the voice of the fan base right now. I think a lot of people feel that way. But I think Calipari's got a great chance to turn that all around. This year, and yes. mainly because of Oscar. Oscar Sweetway yes. may end up leaving mm-hmm. being one of the most favorite players of all time. Uh, and Oscar's, if he has a Oscar's big awesome. year, yeah, if he has a big year and the team has a big year, you know, a lot of that's a lot of this washes away that mm-hmm. we've been talking about right now. I think I think Cal's doing the right thing this summer by going to these Kroger autograph tours, getting out in the state. Yes. He said he's going to try to help improve Midnight Madness to camp out, bring it back. That the fans will love that. So I think he he has identified. Okay, look. Fan base a little down right now. I need to do a better job maybe trying to be PR for my team, my program. I right. think he is. But, these, dude, you still got to win. You still got to go yeah, out next year, win. and you got to win. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And now let's do a 180. Let's go to football. Now, Ryan, I am a football nut. Actually, yes, assistant is. coach at Clay County back in the day. <laughs> what Mark Stoops has done mm. at UK is unbelievable. Now, I vaguely remember 
win. Kentucky was really good, and they beat Penn State, and I think they went like 11-1. and one. Yeah. But, but the era that Mark Stoops has had, and this is without NIL, <laughs> yeah. has just been amazing. And I know you have basically your nephew <laughs> playing now, and it's just got to be so exciting in Lexington to have this unbelievable expectations, and we can actually live up to the expectations now. I never thought in my wildest dreams UK football could recruit at the level they've been recruiting with yes. Stoops and Vince Merrill. Absolutely. There's just no way Kentucky's going to out-recruit Georgia or Alabama or Florida or Ohio State for a kid. They're just not going to do it, ever. Yes. So they've done it. They've got success. They keep the fan base excited. You know, Stoops is good at relating to the fan base. We talk about mm-hmm. Cal not being able to relate right. to the fan base. Stoops is great relating to the fan base. Great point. And so, you know, you mentioned Dane, who's kind of like my my son. Yeah. His his dad is Dante Key, my yes. best friend. Mm-hmm. Dante played at Kentucky in the mid '90s when they were horrible, yes. Yes. awful. You know, one and ten, two <laughs> and nine, getting beat seventy-seven to seven by yeah. Florida. Yeah. Oh awful. yeah, yes. you, you had he, to bring that up. Oh <laughs> yeah. my gosh! Yeah. But he and I have talked about that, dude. We just can't believe mm-hmm. that Kentucky football is now at a level where they can win ten games a year. Yeah. yeah. On the season, it's just – and Stoops and Merrill and those coaches, they deserve all the credit. There's Absolutely. no doubt. You was talking about getting emotional with watching Def Leppard. Well, when <laughs> we beat Florida and Cash crushed the two water bottles together yes. yeah. in the street. Yeah. So, man, that was almost an emotional moment when that happened. You know. Well, I ended up shirtless on top of the bar at KS <laughs> Bar, squirting champagne all, all over uh, everybody that night. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> where, where, what game were we watching, Alan, together, and we were going nuts at your house? What what game uh, was that this year? I can't remember. It was a big one that we – It was a big one. We pulled it out. Well, and, and Florida, then, the, the Florida win at home was big this year. You know, that was that was a big – everybody stormed the field that yes, night, so yes. maybe that was it. That could have been it. It, might, it may have been the Florida yeah. game. And I, we, and were, I, we were going nuts. Yeah. I just know the whole game, we were like, oh, no, yeah, oh, no, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> people don't understand how we're – football fans can be my brother-in-law and i went when kentucky played louisville in the rain soaked game oh I, I yeah never sat, i was there i never sat down i was drenched beyond unbelievable drenched and i had the greatest time of my life watching yeah. us pound louisville into the ground yeah yeah that was that was a monsoon that came it on was. quick didn't it yeah, yeah. and, the, and the, the stadium wasn't properly equipped to handle that water yeah. flow like that and the concourse was getting flooded i i remember that game well that was a monsoon yeah. and it was just great that kentucky just pounded and pounded just and drilled pounded. them yeah drilled them and I, I, I've, I've not had the opportunity to go to very many uk football games but the first one i ever got to go to bill curry was still coach it was the florida game i think it was was it the 93 game we almost won it terry dean was their quarterback so and when doring caught the touch chris doring caught yeah. the with like eight seconds left yeah. on the clock. Another heartbreaker. And it's such a heartbreaker. What I what and what I remember most about that is I actually bumped into chest to chest with Jeff Brasso. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, it's Brasso, man. You know, he's right there. Yeah. And he wasn't that much taller than I was. Yeah. You know? So it gave, gave me perspective. These guys aren't very big. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> and, and then uh I was at the Alabama game when Tim Couch oh, got yes. to Craig East yep. uh, in overtime yep. to win that game, and that yep. place went yes. wild. That was my second football game Unreal. at UK. Wow. And one that I'll never forget was, I think it was Peyton Manning's senior year, mm-hmm. Couch's sophomore year, Probably I believe yes. it was. And Peyton Manning lit us up. He did. Lit yep. us up. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And it was cold, and it yep. was drizzling the rain, 
And I got so sick of listening to Rocky Top. I hate <laughs> yeah. that song. Yeah. I hate yes. that song. Yes. I cannot. Yeah. I used to like Rocky. You know, yeah. I would, my dad would play it. You know, yeah. but now when I hear Rocky Top, it takes me back, and I just I cannot stand Rocky yes. Top. But yeah, I agree. I agree with you. <laughs> but I got to see two first round draft picks. Go you right did. There. That was yeah. awesome. And let's turn to this season, Ryan. I think if Kentucky and Will Levis can put on a great show against Florida in that second game, the sky is the limit. Is a limit, man. Yeah. I mean, he could stay in the Heisman race. It could just be just a great, a great, great deal if they win that game. Well, you said it. I, I totally agree with you. That second game of the year at Florida is the keyest key game of the season. Mm-hmm. If they're able to go down there and beat Florida at Florida, you're right. There's a chance they could go like six and zero, maybe even seven and zero before they have a you know could lose a game. That means you're going to be in the top ten. Like yes. you said, Will Levis would stay in the conversation for Heisman the rest of the year yes. if he plays well mm-hmm. in that game and they go down there and beat Florida. That If you want to do something special this year, you you got to win that game at Florida in week two. Do yeah. you have any idea what our Achilles heel is with the University of Tennessee? Because no. that game no. last year, we should have that drubbed them just last year. sickens us. And Mississippi State, it sickens yeah. us. Yeah, it just – our, our defense yeah. just – didn't show up. We've we've had a better roster than Tennessee the last five or six years. Yes, we have. And I'm convinced going into the game they're finally going to win, and then somehow they lay an egg and Tennessee beats us again. Yeah. I'm sick of it, man. Me too. I, I am tired of picking Kentucky to beat Tennessee. So even in this year, I picked Tennessee to win, even though I know Kentucky's a better football team than yeah, Tennessee this we year. Just, it's, it's, a, it's a mental block when it comes to yes. Tennessee, how they could keep the ball for 15 minutes and beat us. It's like, what happened? How did they do that? Yes. Dude, I don't know. I don't know. It makes me sick to my stomach. Of all mean, teams, too, it's Tennessee. It's Tennessee. Yeah. The floppy tops is how well, we refer to it. It's worse for you guys down there, down there oh, in you know, southeastern yes. Kentucky, where you get you know the Knoxville stations on cable. A lot of your listeners yeah. do. We have they a divided have fan base here. Yeah. orange crap you know, yeah. most of the year. Well, even our subdivision, we have Tennessee fans. And here's my thing, Ryan. Your boss is a your yeah, boss is My a boss Tennessee is Tennessee fan. And I'm like, unless you were born in Tennessee, you have no right to be a Tennessee fan. Yeah. If yeah. you were born in Kentucky, you must be a Kentucky fan. You can't be a trader and be a Knoxville uh, Tennessee fan. You know, I, I used to tell this joke. You know, when you go up Jellicoe Mountain, you've been across Jellicoe going into Knoxville. If you notice when you get top of the hills, all the trees lean south. You ever notice that? <laughs> it's because Kentucky, uh, Tennessee sucks so bad. <laughs> oh, yes. Sir. Yeah, they all uh, lean south. Ryan, man, we appreciate you being here. And we're going to finish up with a couple of things we, here. We need to find out if he's a true trophy dad. He is a true trophy dad. And we, but we need a story. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, 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 we've done some bonehead things, and we know we got yours running the bases there, but something maybe where your kids have done something, because you know, my son was a puker, and he used to puke on every time we would yeah. take him out to dinner somewhere, he would throw up. Yeah. Alan's son, we called him the volcano because <laughs> he, he used to have uh, bowel control issues, yes. on, and poor old Alan usually. Have your kids ever done something? You do doing something with your kids, and it just totally go wrong. Any, any kind of funny story? You okay, I'm like going to I'm gonna tell you three stories. All right. Good. And I think this will get me into the dad's trophy dad club. All right, yes. sir. One, just like you said, my first son... He's probably, I don't know, six months old, and I'm holding him up, oh. and he puked, oh. and it went right in my mouth. Yes. I had him up over my head, <laughs> and the puke just went right, right down my mouth. Yes. Yeah. Been there. Oh. Second story, my, other, my, my youngest son, I say he was probably maybe 10 at the time, and, you know, they always want to race dad. Yes. So we had, we had just left El Mariachi, the best Mexican restaurant in Lexington. We will have to try that out. And was I wrong? 
I said, I'll have to try it out. I haven't. Oh, you don't have to try it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, you know, let's be fair. I probably had a couple margaritas while I was sitting in there having, <laughs> having my dinner. Yeah. So he wants to race me when we get outside down the oh, sidewalk. I took, so I, and I don't want to get beat. I'm not, I'm not going to let him beat me. So I'm flying and I'm ahead of him, but I'm losing my balance and did a Pete Rose slide down the sidewalk, oh, no. landed right in front of the Domino's pizza. And I look over and there's like three people just staring at me. Like, <laughs> what is wrong with you, old man? What are you doing? Did you jump up and go safe? safe. <laughs> and then the last story, he's racing me again in the backyard and he's a little older this time. He's maybe 12. And, uh, you know, I, I knew it was going to be close cause he's pretty fast. So I took off. And my hamstring exploded. Oh, no. I mean, exploded. So that's when I, that's the last time I've raced him. That's the last time I've done anything against him. And I'm going to leave it that way. Yeah. Oh, man. That's awesome. That definitely, that definitely puts you in trophy dance club. Okay. I'm in. We always finish, we always finish on a, Weird question with anybody we interview. Here, yeah. Here's that. Right. We, we had a heated debate tournament on Little Debbie snack cakes, and I'm sure you partake of a Little Debbie snack cake. I'm hoping you do for this question anyway. I had my final, <laughs> the donuts. I can't believe you picked donuts. <laughs> versus Man, those things are terrible. The zebra cake. Zebra cakes are respectable, not a donut stick. And zebra cake finally, uh, finally wound up winning. Uh, what do you think about that? I'm, I'm going to preface it by saying I am probably a little Debbie cake expert. Oh, oh we should have yes. had him on this. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, I, there is never a time that there are no little Debbie cakes in my pantry. All right, so never. Tell us your top five then. Do it like uh, that. I'm going to go Nutty Bars. Oh, yes. Yes. Now, I'm going to give them to you, but not in the right order. Okay. I okay. think okay. what All my right. fifth would be. Okay. The, the, bar, nut, the Nutty Bars. The oatmeal cream pie, yes. the zebra cakes oh, are, yes. are necessities. Yes. Uh, I get the chocolate cream pie sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't think of what a fifth one be. Those are my those are my go-tos for sure. My, my wife loves Swiss roll cakes. Oh, yes. yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I Swiss completely roll. forgot about Swiss rolls. Swiss That's roll, it. Then you've got like the banana cream cakes. you got the strawberry uh, jelly, jello, something other. I don't forget what they're called. Yeah. There's so many. There's you so got, many. But I'll tell you this. There's a little Debbie cake person, a delivery man, truck driver. He worked with little Debbie. And every time we get around the, uh, like Glasgow area, Adair mm-hmm. County, he always brings me a box of one thing. Cause he knows it's my favorite. It's, I get it on every road trip. We stop at a gas station. You got your go-to snack. The little Debbie oatmeal cream pie is number one. Number and one. it's not even close. Number not one. even close. <laughs> number one. <laughs> Who picked oatmeal cream pie? The trophy Dad Dave picked I oatmeal cream them, pie. I love them, man. They sure are did. the best. There's never best. a time you can't yeah. eat oatmeal cream pie. Yeah. Nope. And the double deckers. Oh my gosh! I just yeah. oh. <laughs> he's speaking you're, my, you're la- speaking my this language. This is my love language right here. <laughs> we feel like we bonded right here. Yes, we're, we're all man. trophy dads. So. All right. right. But how, how do you feel about a donut stick, though? <laughs> I like donut sticks. There's Thank no you. doubt. I, would you I put can. it? Would you put it as your top two? No. <laughs> it's oatmeal cream pie and zebra cakes. One, two. Okay. Bar three. There we go. Swiss Rose four. That's okay. part of their okay. order. All right. All right. We, That's awesome. Yeah. Ryan, we cannot thank you enough for doing this for us, man. Oh we, man. We surely cannot. We like I said, we're just starting up. You took a chance on two old guys here just starting up. Just taking podcasting. the time to talk to us, man. We appreciate it so much. Well, yeah. I, and you may have heard me say this before, dude. I've been there. I've been in your shoes where you're trying to start something or when I was working at a TV station in, in Evansville or even at Channel 18 and you call somebody, you're trying to get an interview, you're trying to get a soundbite, 
And I remember telling myself way back then, man, anytime every, anybody wants me to do something for them, I'm going to do it because I know, I know the job and the position that you're in because I used to be in the same spot. Now that Alan has your phone number, don't be surprised <laughs> if he doesn't call you back sometime. <laughs> yeah. uh, I get text messages all day, every so. day from people I don't know, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah. yeah we, maybe are you, if you're going to do the 13th region tournament again, maybe we can meet there or something and maybe do a little in-person thing. That would be cool. I, yeah. I'd love to. Yeah. Last year I just did one game. The schedule was really hard to right. work around last year. So I just did one game last year, but I guarantee I'll be down there doing at least one or two games next year. Well, that's cool. That's awesome, man. We really thirteenth region basketball is good, man. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be really good. And how good is Reed Shepard? I mean, oh my goodness, he's awesome. He's the real deal. I mean, he his basketball IQ is off the charts, and that's yes. what makes that's why Cal fell in love with him. Yeah, he's a great scorer. Yeah, but he can do things with the basketball, and he can see the floor, and he can make the pass that most kids just can't do. And he's I, a superstar. I, I yeah. believe North Laurel has a big boy this year. I think yeah. they've got him a, a big center. That's what they've been lacking. They've been lacking an inside presence. Yeah. So they well, could... I know that Trent Noah kid transferred from Harlan County, right? Yes. Yes. That's the kid. Yeah. Yep. Yep. They could be they could be uh, one to watch this year. Oh, no doubt. Still, the road still goes through Knox Central and Corbin, though. Oh, yeah. Don't forget about those two teams. Oh, absolutely. It's going to absolutely. be a You know who I like? I like that Llewellyn kid for Corbin. He's oh, a yes. player. He's yeah. really. Yeah. He can jump out of the gym. And, yeah, you know, he's good. You know, and I believe uh, Laurel County, uh, they're building some auxiliary gyms for North and South High mm-hmm. for some of their other sports and things, but I believe it's in the works to build an arena as well for graduations. Oh, wow. I think they're going to try to probably pull some of those district and region games. That'll be interesting. Get it out of that Whitley County area for a little bit more yeah. of a home base. So could be yeah. something interesting yeah. to watch here in a couple of years. I'll be dang. Well, I love it. I love it. Ryan, we may ask, hey, do you have a new podcast? Say, hey, I know these two guys, two trophy dads. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Feel yeah. free to mention their names. Though. Yeah, we yeah. won't Check care. Check out the trophy. Well, send me a link so okay. I can tweet it out there. Maybe people will find it, and then they'll start listening and, and checking it out then. Oh, yes. man, that's awesome. That's awesome. Man, we appreciate you. have been so nice, and, and, and we can't say enough about it. And, folks, go listen. If you don't know Kentucky Sports Radio, yeah. KSR, look yeah. them up. If you are a U.K. Wildcat fan, they bring you – the, the news in the craziest ways possible. Absolutely. So it, it's awesome. <laughs> All right, Dave, hit her music. All right. Until next time, America. <laughs> we had a real interview. <laughs>